Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica Fox, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Okay, y'all, it's all about Black love today, y'all, okay? My guests today are a multi-talented married couple, Michael Jai White and his beautiful wife, Gillian. They are actors, producers, music video stars, and martial artists, okay? They will kick your ass. So they work together, live together, raise kids together. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, my boy, Michael Jai White, and his wife, Gil. How y'all doing? We're good. You We're so? great. We're bless, great. bless. How are y'all surviving Corona, Corona? Well, you know, we're, we're kind of homebodies anyway. Really? Uh, yeah, but uh, we have been working. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's, been, it's been interesting. Okay. But yeah, we've been getting through it. I, I I believe we had it already, though. Really? Why do you say that? Was it back in January? Yeah, the whole the whole house came down with, you know, we all got sick at the same time. We all had this weird flu. Yeah, with high fevers. Yep. Yep. And and then later on, we hear this thing called Corona. It's like, uh, that sounds a little familiar. <laughs> exactly. And, and my son, he he had the antibodies test. So it showed that he already had it. And I think, oh, I, I kind of felt like that's what we did already. Was it around the time that Kobe died? Um, Do y'all remember that? Because I got really sick in January, too. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, it's a transition of the seasons. Because it was like 2020 after Kobe. See, my kid just kind of went down the hill. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was like, and then I had a couple people go, you know what? I was really sick a couple of months ago before they called it Corona, you know? Right. I just heard uh, some information about it supposedly hitting L.A. in December. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of people had it. We heard a lot of people telling us they were sick at that around that time. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to move on past Corona. We, we all, right. all have survived it. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. to all of our fans out there, I mean, Michael and I, we were both in Kill Bill together. And Michael, you know, I wanted your part to be bigger. When I saw it, I was like, where's Michael at, y'all? Okay, you know what, you know? And to to those of our fans that are out there that don't know the extent of your skills, please tell them what level of black belt you are. Well, I have eight black belts. Yes. But uh, I've been a black belt since I was uh, 12 or 13. So uh, I've been doing it. just been doing it uh, several different styles for years. Mm. And tell us what styles of martial arts are you an expert at? Okay, well, it's going to bore a lot of people. No, it ain't. <laughs> now, you know, and now everybody thinks they, you know, a martial arts star. You see they be trying to do stunts and everything in their uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I started out with, with jujitsu, um, Shotokan, Kyokushin. Goju, a style called Shokuru, Tangsudo, Taekwondo, uh, American kickboxing, uh, Kobudo, which is the weapons, and Wushu Kung Fu. So, y'all, our fans out there, don't y'all ever roll up on Michael trying to be brave. (laughs) I'm just going to let y'all know he got major receipts, okay? Now, in Kill Bill, did you feel like you were overqualified? No, what happened, I had a bigger role, right? I don't know if you remember. Remember when we all did that script reading? Yes. That was like four hours. Yeah, you know. We all was, yeah. yeah. At the producer's house. <laughs> yes. Well, that's when it was a bigger thing for me. 
Okay. Like, it was supposed to be like uh, a whole section. Yeah. But then while Quentin started shooting, he decided not to do that section and he created the massacre at the church. Mm. Remember the massacre at the yes. church? Yes. It wasn't in it. It was a big casino uh, section of the movie. Yeah. And it was supposed to be me. Um, you know, um, uh, Sam Jackson's wife. I'm sorry, I can't, can't remember. Uh, uh, Latanya. Yeah, Latanya Richards. Uh, yeah, um, so Latanya and Sam was going to be playing the uh, the piano player. Yes, which he ended up in the movie. Did he said, "I wrote me a part up in here." Yeah. <laughs> so that's what was supposed to happen, but then he changed it while mm. they started shooting. So, but he still wanted me to come do a little piece of that scene. Okay. And so that's what happened. Wow. Well, I, I know that I wanted to see more of you. And that's why I, I said, do you know, do you felt like you were overqualified? Because I'm going to tell you, they took us from rookies, like real rookies. I mean, I could barely, I mean, I thought I could fight, but it was like, ooh. Then these folks showed up. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is a whole nother level of fighting. Right. And but so you had the attitude right. Yeah. I mean. You know I remember you had, you, I used to come down to, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I would come down to. The training rehearsals. center? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, so, and I was telling you, that's the important thing is the attitude. Word. You know? And so you definitely got that. I think for me, it was because I was an athlete. I played basketball, volleyball, track, and I was uh, a cheerleader in my day. So, you know, I could do a backhand spring, uh, a, a herky, and then do a jump shot on you. So <laughs> I had a little bit of coordination. Now, Michael, can yeah. I ask you, have you ever felt discrimination in the world of martial arts? Yeah. Tell us. There was a lot of discrimination, especially in other countries. Mm. Um, you know, there was uh, like when you go and compete in Japan, mm. well, you're discriminated on even if you're just non-Japanese. Wow. Now, that's just the truth of the matter. Even it's kind of accepted you know it's kind of a thing where if an american or a non-japanese won second or third place they treat you like you won first place because just out of the honor for japan japanese you damn near have to kill somebody to win first place <laughs> you had to really win win yeah so wow. so so it wouldn't be surprising that the person that won second place, if they're non-Japanese, they get all the accolades, even above the one who won first. Because, right. so, you know, kind of, it was so accepted. You know, it's kind of a twisted kind of situation. Yeah, it was like hometown yeah. it will always have the advantage. Yeah. So in, yeah. in your case, it was home country. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so they knew who the real winner was. <laughs> now, you never let that get in the way because you went on to be the first black superhero in a major motion picture with Spawn. Did you produce that as well? No, no. How no. did that come about? Well, it came out kind of, it kind of was a fluke. Because mm. I had done the Mike Tyson story. Okay. Right. Which we, can you just give us a little taste of Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mike. Well, maybe I, I, I kind of retired that voice a long time ago. <laughs> but, <laughs> you did a great job. You really did, though. Thank you. Yeah. But see, I got um, some acclaim from the Mike Tyson movie. Okay. And so... 
when Spawn came up, I just went to a meeting. And the next thing I know, I was cast. I didn't know how it worked back then, you know? That was a good meeting, Michael. Yeah. Is that hardly, for you to be the lead in a movie that you just went to after the, Mike, the, was it, did you find out later that the producer, director, somebody was a fan and really wanted you and saw your work? Well, it's like later on you would, you would learn it, a lot of this business rewards heat, you know? Mm. There were many established actors at the time that was going out for Spawn. Mm. I remember uh, Dennis Haysbert. Yes. was going out for it. Uh, and, uh, what's the, 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 the Allstate guy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I can't even see him as Spawn. Really? Well, at the time, you know, this is over 20 years ago. This is like okay, true that, years ago. true that. You're like, don't take away his knees from him, Biblical. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember seeing his audition. I'm like, oh, man, he's good. Wow. And, you know, because they gave me the auditions of people who went out for it. And so this is one of the things that I kind of think about even today. Even though Dennis Haysburg had a, a, you know, he was established. He was a great actor. He would have been Good a looking. great spawn. Yeah. Right. He would have been a perfect spawn. But because I had the heat and I was younger, ah. it was handed off to this guy who did Mike Tyson, you know, mm. me. So just when, when people ask me about, oh, you know, how you feel about not being Black Panther? I'm like, I, I'm perfectly accepting of that. Yeah. If I could accept that, being Spawn because I was the new guy, you know, it's only right that, that, that somebody else get, get their chance. Now, you know did they mean? ever do a sequel to Spawn? No, they didn't. Wow. Yeah. Why not? Well, uh, it's a couple of different reasons. I, I think it's one of the things is that the guy who created it, uh-huh. I think he wanted to have more to do with the sequel. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, and, we... and, and, you know, I, I don't know. It's probably a bunch of different uh, politics in that. Yeah. And that is, I'm glad, glad that you said that word, that politics come involved so many times. Cause you don't know how many times people walk up to me when y'all going to do the sequel to set it off or soul food or <laughs> uh, this or that one, you know, or two. Like it's like, it's out, yes. It's out of our hands. <laughs> I'd love to do it. I'd love to do as many as possible. Right. You, you didn't let that get in your way. You then went on to do exit wounds, undisputed yeah. two silver Hawk, blood and bone, black dynamite or oh, black dynamite was, that was tight. Mike. I saw that one. Okay. Well, thank but, you. Yes, and Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married and, but y'all got a sequel with this one, Why Did I Get Married To? Were, yes, ma'am. Were you married to my sister Tasha Smith? Was I married to her? And yes, weren't you in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I know who your wife is. Come on, she's sitting right next to you. I meant, and why did I get married too? Oh, yeah. Well, see, I thought... Well, because Tasha and I dated in real life. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't trying to break out them receipts up, Michael. But that's all right. No way. But but think about, I, I want you to, I don't know if you remember something. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to take, take a license to backtrack for a second. Oh, okay. He's going to take okay. me back, y'all. Yeah, because I'm wondering if you remember. You know, you know, I know Vivica Fox from way back. You know how yes. long we go yes. back? We know each other. I remember you you showing me your martial arts, uh, your tapes of, you know, when you used to do your thing in the different kind of styles that, you know, I was like, damn, wow. 
we go back to when you did 90210. <gasps> what? The popcorn yeah. king and queen? Right. <laughs> popcorn. Remember who was your boyfriend in that? Billy Sly. Yes. Right? My yes. best friend. Word, word. Yes, love Billy. I was the guy with Billy Sly all the time. And then, True. That's how I saw the, the martial arts thing. Yeah. 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 And then when you got out all night. Yes. And, you know, I, we was all around you all, at that time. I see you on set all the time. You and Shake. Well, yeah. we know. Shake, Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin. Right. We're all friends. We young, doing our thing. And then when I got the Mike Tyson role. Right. I auditioned for that. Exactly. Yes. I was trying to get you in to play Robin Givens. Right. Who was your good friend at the time. Who, 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 who they had? Uh, was, <laughs> remember, it was Kristen Wilson who looked nothing like Robin Givens. Right. Because I thought you was a shoo-in for Robin Givens, but, you know, director had some kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it happens. Say. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. It was probably yeah. some some casting couch stuff going on, but what? that's all right. <laughs> happens, right? It happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah, but, so I... You know, thank you. I just wanted to bring you back. I forgot about that. I did. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we oh, go amazingly. Way, way back. back. So I want to go on now to your beautiful wife, Gillian. Yes, ma'am. You, yes, with your beautiful self. Oh. You got your start in music videos, correct? I did. Right. I did. So, so break out, Nate, let's, let's name some of your receipts, girlfriend, so they'll know uh, <laughs> why the lady's sitting next to uh, Mr. Fine Michael Jai you know, is doing her thing too. Why you are such a power couple? Well, it's it's funny because yeah, I did start I did start out in music videos. I was in the LL Cool J Hey Lover. Yes, that was it. And then I was uh, Dr. Dre's wife in Been There Done That. We did the whole ghetto tango scene together, Ooh. and people love both those videos. So I got my face out there. Okay, which uh, led to my first acting role, which was uh, Martin. I play Cole's girlfriend. Oh my God. I love, that's my boy, Carl. Oh my, yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. so good. We had a yes. good time. Right, so you played his girlfriend. Yeah, and, and then just you do from that? that point on, I just, I got so lucky. Okay. Yeah, I just kept booking TV shows and then I did How to Be a Player. Right, with Bill Bellamy, who mm -hmm. I also worked with. I played with. the Jamaican girlfriend. No way, can you give us a little Jamaican accent right now? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Draymond, <laughs> where you going, Dray? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you have to audition for that? I did. I okay. did. Yeah, you earned that. I earned it. But, yeah, you know, so I think Mike and I met around the time when I was on Xena Warrior Princess. Okay, now let's talk about that, okay? Because my producer told me the most craziest story that it was like, when you got that role, they asked you all to sing and to dance for Xena Warrior Princess? Yes, because they had a musical in Oh, mind. stop. They did not. They did. They was going to make Xena Warrior Princess a musical? They did. They did? Yes. Shut the front door. Okay, and we so what did happened? about four to six musical numbers. So I was in New Zealand okay. for a few months. We had to go in the studio to record. We had to learn choreography. Wow. So it was crazy. So now, but you couldn't sing or dance, so you faked it till you made it. And, and who did you imitate, uh, <laughs> well, girlfriend? The funny thing was, 
I could sing and uh-huh. I can dance, but I wasn't trained. Okay. Okay. So when I went into audition, I did Tina Turner. <laughs> I did Proud Mary, and then I busted out with the whole dance routine. <laughs> and they fell out laughing. They fell out laughing. I think because everybody went in there being serious, singing Whitney Houston or Celine Dion. And they were bored, they were bored to tears. I think so. And right. I had them cracking up. So, yeah, I got the part, and I was headed to New Zealand. Wow, so how, how many seasons did you do that show? Um, I only did about three episodes, but we had to okay. be there a while. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then you also had a reoccurring role on the love to hate villain, China Lee on the daytime soap opera. I love that all of us started off in in daytime. Days of our lives. Tell us about China Lee. Oh, she was a mess. Mm. I started out as a prostitute in Vegas. Okay. And one of the characters on the show came down there and I ended up getting him drunk and marrying him while he was drunk because I found out he, he won a bunch of money in Vegas. Wow. But he already had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So when he went back home, I pop up like a few, a few episodes later, like, um, we're married and these are your two kids. Well, I had two little, and this is a white actor and I got these two black sons and I'm like, these are your kids and I'm your wife. <laughs> So <laughs> the ultimate hustler. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. And I just was basically trying to blackmail him the whole, like all the episodes I did. I love that. And, but here's, here's the thing. What? At the end, they flip it and, and I'm actually an undercover agent who's hiding these two kids for a rich man who has power people after him. For his, it was crazy. I was like, "Where are y'all going with Listen, this?" Listen, only in the world of soap operas can exactly. you like, you know, exactly. fall be fall off a cliff and then magically swim ashore right, the next day. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then, you guys, you two also have something else in common with working with Tyler Perry's productions. Yes. You played U.S. Press Secretary Diane Wilmont mm-hmm. on BET's. White House TV drama, The Oval Office, yes. season one and two. What was that like? Oh, it's so fun because I'm a very nice person in real life. Mm. And I play a complete bitch on this show. Mm. And people love to hate me. Those are fun roles to play. I it love is, that. It is because it's yes. so opposite of me. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm back for season two and I'm hell bent on revenge on the president. Okay, well, yeah, we all got to make sure we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too, about <laughs> how important it is this election for us all to get out there mm-hmm. and, and vote and, and get Absolutely. our country, you know, back on track. Okay, yes. what else? You, what, what do you have coming up next? It says that you're going to be playing a female psychoterrorist. Yes, and uh, welcome to sudden death. That have you all on. filmed that? Have you all filmed that? Oh, we good. shot it last year, okay. and it'll be on Netflix and all digital streaming uh, September 29th. Now, have you two done any projects together that we yeah, you want to tell us about? We have. Tell yeah. us. Tell about it. Tell us. Well, uh, we just finished our fifth movie together. Fifth? Wow! You yeah. got a franchise! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what um, is the name of this franchise we need to know more about? Well, <laughs> we, we got five different movies, but now this one that we just finished, she's the star of. It's an action movie. Mm-hmm. He, I'm happy to say my wife is the first black female martial artist lead in a movie. Wow. 
And it's uh, exciting. So, yeah, That's so awesome. So she kicked ass. Uh, you know, it's her, myself, and Mickey Rourke plays the bad guy. So tell us about when is this going to be coming out? I'm not sure. Probably next year sometime. Yeah, we just wrapped uh, maybe three weeks ago. Okay, now, um, girlfriend, who trained you for that? My wonderful husband. Of course he did. Of course he did. That's what we do when we produce movies. That's right. Right. We've been training for about five years. So I was completely prepared when I was offered this role. So check it out. Now, it's hard when you work out and work with your mate. Like you said, you guys work together, live together, raise kids together. Do, 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 especially during Corona and everything. Have y'all gotten on each other's nerves yet? I mean, what's that? <laughs> no. No, it's not at all. That was it, such a Zen answer. No, no, no seriously. I'm, I'm telling you, so, sometimes we don't like to talk about it because we sound corny. We, we, we do sound corny. We do. No, y'all do not. Listen, no, we got it. We I'm telling it. you, we get along. Like, I mean, I get along with her. I have more fun with her than any male friend I ever had. Why do you think that is, Michael? Because we're like, you know, we're just like, we're a perfect match for oh. each other. We really get along well. That's yeah, so I've known her 25 years, right? I don't think we, ha- I don't think we had three arguments in, oh, in all that time. Yeah. Seriously. And now, how did you all meet? We met at a club. At, oh. at a, we met at like a party. Yeah, back in the late 90s. You had dated, and then you broke up for a little while. I've heard that you almost thought you were going to die and had a revelation. And that's when you said, oh, wait, I got to go get my woman back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's strange story. I was on set. Um, I had, I was, I, I was feeling sick and mm. I took a cold medicine that I never took before. Mm. And I had a crazy reaction to it. So you took some weird medicine? Yeah. So I convinced myself that if I go to sleep, I'm going to die. Oh. And I got paranoid and thinking I was gonna die, I realized that she was the one that got away. And so I called her and kind of told her, (laughs) hey, you know, you know, it was always you. You know, that kind of thing. How did she respond? I was actually uh, a little amazed because I, I, you know, I didn't expect anything like that. Of course, I didn't want him to die. (laughs) (laughs) I left that part out. Yeah. (laughs) But, but you know, it was it was nice because I said, hey, if you you make it through this, you know, let's see where this goes. Wow. I I didn't tell her that that I thought I was going to die. Oh, so wait a minute. So do you just call her and said, Hey, I'd like to see you again? Well, I I basically confessed my love for her. And when I didn't die, <laughs> <laughs> you said, Lord, that's the one. I was like, I, I guess I'm gonna have to deal with this, <laughs> deal with what I said. And so when I got back home, you know, we sat down with each other. And it was like no time had passed. The wow. chemistry that we always had just it kicked just right, right in. back in place. Yeah. God bless you guys that y'all Thank found you. a good Thank partner. You. But I was going to say, now, when he get to training you, does he get on your nerves, girlfriend? He doesn't. He oh, doesn't. I, I'm going to tell you why. Because like you, I'm an athlete. I mm. play basketball, volleyball, softball, track. 
So I'm used to coaches okay. telling me what to do, getting on me to make me better. Right. So I'm, I'm used to it. So everything he tells me, I just do it because mm. I'm learning. And another thing, like you said, that you two have in common is that you're the first African-American female martial arts star. And Michael, you're one of the number, you're the number one martial arts star for African-American men, right? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all got receipts. Y'all got receipts. <laughs> y'all, uh, y'all, y'all claim that. Toot your own heart, honey. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. Right, okay. So, well, Yeah, there's, there's like, well, really, when you think about it, who... Who else is doing a- action or martial art movies now? Not many. Yeah. I mean, Van Damme, Seagal, whatever. I mean, who's doing it? Mm. So it's not even just the African-American thing. It's just who's doing it. Have you all ever had to deal with sexism and and, and, and racism? Um, getting things done? Getting five films shot? Have y'all ever had to overcome those obstacles? Oh, hell yeah. Tell us about it. Oh, my goodness. You know, you you know, in our business, people could say, oh, we're looking for a white character here. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's so blatant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Real it's, talk. It's, Real it's talk. Part, it's part of the fabric. Mm. You know how many times uh, studio executives or studio heads have brought me in and asked me to help them find the white version of me? What? Oh, that's happened several times. How did that make you feel? That made me feel like inspired because mm. I was like, you ignorant ass. Yes. The fact that I have all the attributes to lead this movie, but your thinking is, of course, not me. But I need a white version of you, somebody who can act and do the action. I said, okay, you're showing me how you think. So my... My goal is to circumvent you. I okay. got to go around that thinking. Right. That's indicative of other people. And so you, you remember br- Brother Timac from way yes. back Yes. Oh, my God. What did he, from the last dragon. Exactly. Right. That, that was one of the clearest messages to me. Mm. Because as a martial artist and actor, during the height of the B martial art movie craze, Mm -hmm. I can name you about 15 different white guys that they offered contracts to, to do martial art movies. Mm -hmm. American Ninja. Yes. And all these different things. Oh, he would have easily, easily gotten a three-picture deal. Easily. But but Timac was a good-looking, had a successful movie, behind them, you know, with uh, Last Dragon. And they offered him nothing. Wow. And I I saw so many offers uh, to, to, you know, to white guys who couldn't do half of what he did. The skills looked, he had. Looked as half as good as him. And so that taught me a lot. I said, I got to learn this business. Mm-hmm. I got to learn to write produce and do things myself because really one big indication of it is think about this true story bruce lee bruce lee had fame with uh with 
Greenhorn and Cato, right? Right. He was household. Well, he creates Kung Fu. Right. And they give it to? And they give it to David Carradine. Mm-hmm. Who we did Kill Bill with and God yes, rest his soul. Exactly. But why but not Bruce Lee? They deny the greatest martial artist mm. of all times. Mm. So what did Bruce Lee do? He went back to his people. Okay. And got famous from there. And he went to the the international world. You had to do, you had to do the that's same a, thing, didn't that's you? That's exactly what I did. Where'd you go? Well, that's why I was doing movies in Bulgaria. Yes. Uh, th- you know, things that were, you know, in Ch- I, I shot a movie in China. I did these movies to improve my global stance. Yes. And then later, people were assigning me the movies just to be, you know, internationally sound. Mm. So a lot of movies I do. I'm the only black guy in the movie, but because I happen to be the only one who's international, right? So our society was so racist. Mm. A studio head once told me, wow, you could be as big as Tom Cruise. Too bad you're black. Wow. How they did actually you res- said that. How did you respond to that? I was quiet. Mm. I know no matter what I said, he would just think I was angry and I was yes. unrealistic. Do you think but he was trying to provoke you? No, not mm. at all. He was just arrogant with it. You no, know what I mean? Well, like they I, don't you... think anything's wrong. Just oh. like when they say we're going white on this one. We, yes. You know, oh my god, I hate that comment. They I say that. Oh but, my god, they. I, but, I've heard it. But they trust, never. Trust they, me, y'all. We've heard it, and it's like no, they decided to go white, and it's like. At the time, we just got used to hearing it, right, Michael? Exactly. Yeah. It's almost normal for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't think in any other job can you hear that so Mm. blatantly, (laughs) you know? Wow. But so where this studio exec, who's probably said that a hundred times and it's accepted, to tell me, too bad you're black. You would be huge, you know, if you weren't black. So to me, you don't get nowhere just by getting mad. You know, you got to do something about it. Yeah. And so that's what I did. That That's what inspired me to shut that down. Right. You know, like I said, what I, what I saw with Time Mac, that was too clear to me. Yeah. They ain't checking for you. Yep. And, you know, that's why I tell people, pay attention. You got to pay attention. You can't just think about being in front of the camera. It's called show business. And the more that you know the business that's going on behind the show, the more informed and successful you will be. Because it's just being honest with yourself. Like you said, they weren't checking for you like that. So what did you go out and do? You said, I'll go out and I'll create my own vehicles. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah, because... Once you're significant in other countries, see, people make a mistake. They think the United States is the world. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's part of your pinky compared to your whole hand. Mm. You know, India is the largest English-speaking country in the world. Hmm. Just just to think about that for a second. Is that where we would have Bollywood at, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. But you got a a billion English-speaking people there. Wow. You know, 
So, you know, I just encourage people to think globally. Right, right. Think outside the box. Now, you two in um, your movie, Welcome to Sudden Death, have a fight scene together, right? We do. Okay, who wins? Who wins? Come on, girl. We girl can't power. tell you. You got to oh, watch on September oh. 29th. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so it, that will be coming out, Sudden Death. It's going to be premiering on Netflix September 29th uh, of this year. So that's what we can catch. Is that the first of the five movies that are coming out that you all have done together? No, a, a number of them are already come out. Okay. She, she did, uh, um, what's the name of the damn Never Back Down. <laughs> Never back down. <laughs> <laughs> I directed the movie. I forgot the name of it. Oh, what, you're directing Michael? Yeah, yeah. Good for you. I did it in Thailand mm-hmm. uh, with Isai Morales, myself. It was, uh, I guess, about five years ago. We did that. We have a comedy together. I directed another movie. Uh, and Western, that's going to be coming out next year. That sounds hot. Yeah. Yeah. That, Black- that's got a whole bunch of us in it. I love it. That's so good to see. That's so good to see. Now, before we can assume we're getting ready to start wrapping up a little bit, I, I because I said today's show is about Black love, and, and I'm so happy to hear that you two are partners um, and that y'all been together for over 25 years, correct? Well, we've known each other. For 25 years, okay? But you and I guys have been living together since 2012 and married since 2015. Where did you guys get married at? In Thailand. Oh my gosh, Thailand! That sounds so romantic. It was gorgeous. I love Thailand. Tell me, where'd y'all get married at? In Sangpran. Sangpran. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was we had elephants and really? Thai dancers and dry. It was like a coming to America Thai side. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it to get married over there? It was my idea. Of course. <laughs> of course. Why not? I'm let you have that one. Right. Yeah. She went and she went along with it. So that, you know, that's a destination wedding. Did you guys have a lot of guests? Yeah, it turned out that way. How many? I don't know. <laughs> Would you say a hundred? Because over, I'm tell you, with destination weddings, to me, it's over 75. We start getting toward 100. That's a lot of people to make happy in a foreign well, country. A, a lot of folks, uh, like dignitaries from the area, came to the wedding. Okay, that's lovely. So well. they were, yeah, okay, so you didn't have to worry about that. Now, let's talk about family. Do you all have kids together? Yeah. Tell us. We have uh, three girls at home, uh, 11, 12, and 19. And then I have older sons who are grown. 19, you're, that are grown? How grown? Oh, my sons are grown, grown. <laughs> <laughs> grown, grown. <laughs> so tell me, now let, let, let's talk about, you know, what's happening also in our, in our world, you know, right now with Black Lives Matter. Michael, it, has it been uncomfortable for you to have that talk with, as you say, you got grown men that you've got to sit them down and say, listen, you know, if you run into the cops, you get pulled over. This is a way to behave, you know, or how are they seeing the recent death of George Floyd and the movement of Black Lives Matter? How have they been affected by that? Well, I mean, they're they're getting in a mode to tell that to their children. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, my oldest son is <laughs> he's he's approaching his late 30s. Wow. OK, yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've I've dealt with that with them a long time ago. Mm. 
Yeah. And, and are you having a conversation with your girls about, you know, what's going on now with how important it is for us to vote for, you know, the movement that's going on now? How have they been affected by it? Oh, I always talk to them. I Good. keep them very informed about what goes on in this world. It's so important for them to just be aware. Mm. You know, it's so easy for kids to just kind of skate through life and not really know what's, you know, going on in the news and, and how we as black people are being affected. So I, I definitely have talks with them. Good. How are um, how are you all making it through pandemic with, you know, the separation and all of that? Is that going on or how are you all communicating with one another? We're doing good. You good. know, we're homebodies. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing is the kids having a do school at home. Right. Because see, let me tell you, had they told me to break out the computer and download this at the third and, and go back and take math and science again, it wouldn't be a pretty thing. I'd be like, look here, we're going to hire a tutor. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm so happy they are bright girls. Yes. Because math is not my forte. Mm. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. I'm telling you. But yeah, yeah they're, I think they're missing socialization more than anything. They miss being in school with their friends. Yeah. So what's next for you all um, coming up after Corona? What are you looking forward to doing next? Well, I've, I've got some more projects that I'm doing. I, I just finished a movie with uh, John Malkovich. Mm. Uh, I did too. I worked with him on Arkansas, but I didn't have any scenes with him. I was so bummed. Oh, he, he was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. so good too. He's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, I, you know, I've got a movie in Romania that we're trying to schedule. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I might have a, a big announcement coming up in Uh-oh. a few weeks. Watch out now. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Gillian, what do you have coming up, darling? Um, like I said, I, I just finished season two of The Oval. Just finished my first action movie. And I'll also be part of that big announcement. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, y'all. We're going to be standing by. It's a family thing. We're going to be standing by. So what tips would you share with our fans out there how to meet a good partner and how to make that relationship grow to be able to work together, live together, raise kids together? What advice could you all share with our fans out there about having a happy relationship? I would first encourage it to start with themselves. Mm. Now, a lot of times we learn to BS ourselves and and be our representative. And I would discourage any of that, yeah. especially the guys out there. We, we learn, we, you know, we have a good monologue, <laughs> you know, that we've practiced over and over. Yes. That, you know, can give people the impression that we got ourselves together. The fact is, you got to be brave enough to celebrate your flaws and yes. don't hide them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we're more defined by our flaws than our attributes. Wow. And if I hide my flaws from you, I deny you ever loving me. Mm. And so, you know, that's the thing. Be who you are day one. I know that's right. You know, if you do that, you have a chance at happiness. Yeah. You, you know, so you don't spend years being a representative that you're not. Hello. Just because you learn that monologue. You know, I'd start with that. 
And I got a lot of friends who don't even know they do that. And they keep failing and failing because they're not honest with themselves. Wow. Gillian, what would you say to the ladies out there? Well, I would piggyback off of that, but I have two things I want to say because a lot of women, we come from uh, areas of pain from past relationships. And I think we make a lot of mistakes of bringing in the baggage from previous relationships into new relationships. Mm -hmm. And if that foundation starts off on that, you're already destined for failure. Mm. You have to look at the new man as the new man and not the old man. Hello. And give him that chance. And that's what I did with Michael. And, and, and the, we became best friends. We, we started on a, a strong foundation. Yes. And I let go of past painful relationships and let myself be completely open to being loved by him and giving him love back. I know that's right. You, matter of fact, you all um, say that the reason why you're so successful now is because of each other. Yes. Correct? Oh, yes. yeah. She's yeah. the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, 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 Michael, there you go, Mike, trying to hold these lashes on. Now stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I mean, wow. she gave me the inspiration to be who I knew I could be. Mm. You know, really. Um, and she took the biggest chance because as a mother as a single black woman who was struggling trying to get ahead in this business and then have to trust some damn actor who looks like they all about themselves mm-hmm. you know i can yes. easily fall into that category as a narcissistic you know working out on his body all the time all the time you know mm-hmm. getting getting attention from other women Mm. So think about what she had to overcome that, you know, there was all kinds of warning signs there, Mm. right? So she took that chance and she took that leap of faith, but little did she know it was no way in the world I was going to mess this up. I know that's right. And matter of fact, you have made the statement that there was no way you were going to let her, her get away. Nope. Yeah, wow. but she, she had to trust that. True that? A lot of people wouldn't trust that. It, it, it ain't worth the risk to them. Mm-hmm. Did you tell her that? Oh, yeah. He did. Girl, what? what'd he say, girl? What'd he say? He just went in points, okay? <laughs> he did win points. Yeah. Because I had come out of a bad marriage. Uh-huh. So I was already very fragile and vulnerable. And I just was afraid of trusting again. And yeah. he told me, you know, because like I said, we had dated back in the day. Mm. We first met, but then years went by and we just stayed friends. So, oh, and wait a minute, y'all dated, separated, and then came back? Yes. Wow. Yes. And it wasn't anything bad. You know, we didn't separate. What was 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 the time period between when y'all broke up and then came back together? It was a good amount of time. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. We we just lost each other and came back. And so, you know, but when we came back, we never looked looked back. It, It was, I realized, you know, who we really were. Mm. And like I told her, I, I lost you one time. I'm not going to do that again. Tell, tell it, tell it to, the, to the congregation, Michael. That's exactly yeah. what he said. Tell, to yeah. tell the brothers over there when you find a good sister to let her know you're not going to let her go. Okay? Amen. <laughs> amen. Let the church say amen. All right? <laughs> now, in closing, I want to find out um, from both of you, what motivates you, Michael? Well, truth motivates me. 
um, living in truth. Uh, I love learning. I love adventure in life. You know, I love being wrong because every time I'm wrong, I learn something new. Mm. So I'm always, I've always been a truth seeker. And, and I never happier than when I know the truth of something. So, you know, that, that motivates me a lot. Gillian, how about you, darling? What motivates you? Um, being the best person I can absolutely be and just making those around me happy. I love people's happiness. And if those I love are happy and good, then I'm good. And that always motivates me just to keep pushing forward. I have a saying. I say I love to make my haters my congratulators. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk. Like, yeah, you know, I get I, it. My, I've heard that same speech as Michael. Dang, you know, we went the other direction or we, we went white. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I've had a lot of doors closed in my face. And I'm just so glad that I had that good sense of self. And I was like, OK, you don't get me. Boom. Let me just go on and go knocking on another door. Right. You know, you didn't make me. You're not going to break me. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that leads us to today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag don't get angry, get motivated. Like you heard Michael Jai and Gillian say, we've talked about racism, sexism in the business, but we found a way to get around it. In life, you will have plenty of disappointments. Don't get angry. Keep it moving. Look for the next chapter in your career, in your life and in love. I went from working on soap operas to being on nighttime shows, to working on Empire, to movies, to having a talk show, producing movies for the Lifetime Network and to the Vivica Fox Hair Collection. And now this podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Y'all know my hustle don't stop. So listeners, take this tip and stay true to who you are and your goals. Let no one define who you are, your destiny, and where you can go in life. I want to thank Michael and Gillian for being on the show today. Tell folks where they can find you on social media. Well, I am I am Gillian White on uh, Instagram mm-hmm. and just Gillian Ileana White on Facebook. Wow. Okay. That wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was very sexy. Say the Gillian. What would say that again? That was very sexy, girlfriend. It's, it's Gillian Ileana. Yeah. I have to okay. thank my mama for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Michael. Where can we find you? Hey, you see, he's looking at me. He oh. is official Michael Jai on Instagram. Wait a minute. And- Why did he have to look at you? Because he looks at me for all this stuff. <laughs> because she remembers before I do. <laughs> That's why she's your partner, okay? Right. Yeah, okay, so let's start that again. Michael, now where can we find you on social media? Official Michael Jai. Uh-huh. On Instagram. On Instagram. She, yeah. That's why I looked at her, because I know she knows it by heart. Okay. And then... Michael Jai White on Twitter and Facebook. All right, y'all. All right. Well, I want to thank you all so much for coming during Corona and pandemic. I wish you so much success on your new Netflix uh, thing that's coming out September 29th. Um, good luck with the kids and just keep on making it do what it do and staying happy and be an excellent representation for black love. Really. I've known both of you all for a while. We, we're with the same uh, company and um I just, I'm grateful that you all decided to do the show today. So thank you all so much, okay? 
Thank, Thank you, you for, for having us. We appreciate you. All right. You can follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter and at Miss V Fox on Instagram. And if you want to follow the podcast show, please do. You can find us at Vivica Hustling. Subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. Bye.